This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. And now, here's your host. He talks right, he knows his stuff, and he knows how to make a girl laugh. Thank you! I'm here all week. Right, Chris. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, goodbye. How the devil are you all? Welcome along to Leicester Till I Die TV. 
Um, it <laughs> another match this weekend. So, right, guys, next week we've got a weekend off. We don't have to watch Leicester. I know I'm being a tad sarcastic, but hey ho, <laughs> it's what it's driven me to. I want to start actually off before we go any further, uh, just to clear something up. Um, because I took a bit of slack uh, and ended up deleting uh, the message in um, Facebook. Uh, group that's the Zladai Facebook group. Um, Brad, you all know Brad from the channel. He uh, he keeps the group supplied with information about the Leicester City women's football team, and he put the lineup uh, into the group, and we got people saying, "Who cares?" And we had one guy coming in saying, "Like." Why do we keep posting about Leicester City women? This is the men's page. I don't want to come on here and read about Leicester City women. I only care about Tete. Well, A for a start, mate. Tete's not the only player in this team at the moment. He's not even the best player in this team, Brazilian or not. And B, Leicester City women is part of the King Power group of companies that, you know, along with the under-16s and the under-21s. Fine. Look, you don't want to watch women's football, which you could argue internationally is better than the men's. Uh, at the moment in the in the Premier in the Premier Leagues, no, not I grant you they are bottom of the women's Premier Leagues. But look, if you don't want to listen about it, if you don't want to watch it, just just don't don't comment. Just ignore the the posts that are about the Leicester City's women's team. The guy got kicked. He's got banned. It's sexist, and I basically won't allow it. And the other guy got a suspension. If you don't like something, just ignore it. And from, as far as I'm concerned, Brad will carry on with my blessing posting information about Leicester City women, and this group will continue to support Leicester City women um, in whatever form we decide to do. So, um, yeah. If you don't like the women, go off and do one because this channel continues to support them. Um, what a week! <laughs> oh, um, who the hell is in charge at Seagrave? Is it Dr. Death? Um, Johnny Evans is back. No, he's not. Yes, he is. He's in, he's out, he's shaking it all about. What the f is going on? He's come back, he's played, what was it, 20 minutes? I don't know. No, it wasn't. It was, about, it was about five minutes he played, and now he's injured again. Who is looking at what Brendan Rodgers is doing at that training ground? Like I said before, Harold Shipman had less injuries than bloody Brendan Rodgers. Great. Good news is that Marty could be back. Yeah, you're right. Uh, and that was tongue-in-cheek, just like your comment is, Andy. <laughs> and I know what you mean. Leicester for life. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, good day. Uh, Eagle Pigger is the new Leicester manager. We live in hope. We live in hope. Uh, as Le Leicester's Eagle Piggle is uh, our only hope. <laughs> well, could he do any worse, as I keep saying? As I keep saying, look, we're going to start um, with, um, well, Craig's going to be joining us at half nine and we're going to be discussing, obviously, the game. But before that, 
I haven't, well, I've seen a bit of it, but let's have a look at the press conference. And for a while, they did actually get the speakers' um, microphones working. I don't think they want us as a club to listen to what's being asked. They just want us to hear Brendan's answer. Do you remember when they, well, I don't know if they still have banned us from taking posters in in case we say, you know, bored out or anything like that? What is this club turning into? Let's see what Brendan had to say, shall we? We'll do this and we'll press play and we'll be back at the end of it. I'm not sure that that's with the, the club, but, you know, if I look into it, then obviously Yuri, you know, he's he's towards the end of his contract. And, uh, yeah, that, uh, yeah, well, we'll just have to see where that one goes. Home has been been really good for them the year. We we've. Mm. What is the key thing that needs to change to turn that form around? It's it's concentration. I think that um, I think we've just had costly moments within games. You know, if I analyse the the games that we've had um, since the turn of the year, we we've um, against Aston Villa and Tottenham, we had two games there where we won really well and showed our level. And showed our concentration level, played well. There's two games that we that we lost that I, I feel we deserve to lose the Arsenal game. We deserve to lose Manchester United after a good start. We had one or two costly moments in that, and then it ends up the game runs away from us. So we deserve to lose that. But we get five other games where uh, we've been there in the game, playing well, and maybe not taking opportunities. And of those five games, I think we're you know we're, we're talking about Fulham and Forest and Southampton. Brighton and uh, and Chelsea, we've taken one point from those five games. And when I analyse and see his play, there's lots of really good moments. But then there's there's moments in the games which which are costing us. So and, and for me, it's it's not about the the capability because the players have that capability. It's not about the knowledge because they do the job and you can see them doing it well. It's just concentration, and you the minute you switch off at this level, and it's not 100%, then uh, you'll get punished, and that's that's what happens. In terms of the chances that perhaps you're missing in mm. with those key moments in, in games, is that maybe the pressure telling a bit on players? Is it confidence? Oh, listen, it can be a little bit of everything. I think it's you always want to create the opportunities, but of course, if we, if we can take them. Then that that is important. I think the key thing is is not making mistakes that allows teams comfort in the game. Like we, um, as I said recently away at Southampton, we were we were really really good in the game. We created opportunities, didn't take them, but then uh, a few mistakes cost us, and then uh, and then we don't get back into the game through scoring goals. So uh, so I just think if we can if we can really brush up on that, we're under no illusions of the the task. It's you know, we, we've now got 12 games left and competing in virtually a nine-team league now with, with 12 games to go. Uh, and we want to finish at the top of that. So uh, so if we can just increase the our concentration level, because like I said, I repeat, there's, there's lots of really good moments in the games. But, um, but we have to see those through. And uh, if we can do that, then we'll, we'll pick up the points. You talk there about the, the, that kind of 19 league that, all, that is so close and mm. so many teams that could still go down 
this season. Have you ever known a relegation battle like that? And are you having sleepless nights over your position within that? No, no. Listen, it's a great coaching challenge. It's it's a position that, like I said, there's a lot of points to play for. You know, we've got 36 points that we're playing for ourselves. So, uh, so there's more than enough there to uh, to put us in a, a really good position in in the league when it finishes. But we just got to concentrate on the performance. You know, we uh, we want to win games, but it's going to be a performance and the concentration within that performance that will get us the points. Because, like I said, I you know there's one thing I I really believe in the players. They've shown, like I said, in some of those games that I mentioned that it's it's playing at the highest level all the time and when they do that then we uh, we look a good team but you have to really be concentrated in order to do that have you set yourself a, a points target no um and in terms of coming into this international break mm. how important is it that you try and get something positive out of this game against brentford to go into that international break and yeah. in a positive mindset yeah very much so i think that's always the uh, wherever you're in the league, I think coming into a, an international break where there is a, a period in between, it's always good to, uh, if you can go into that with a positive result and performance. So that uh, that's what we'll aim to do. How key will this international break be in terms of, obviously you won't have all your players here, but with the ones that you have got, with the work you can do to, to really spend some time out on the training pitch? Yeah, listen, it's not always about that. Sometimes it's about allowing the players to recover mentally. You know, I think that, you know, like you say, you, you will probably have a number of players away. So in terms of the synchronisation of everything, that probably doesn't really take place to the, the second week. But I think it's it's really important. It's been a, uh, a tough season for us up until now in terms of consistency. There'll be also about uh, allowing that freshness because we know when we come back, then it's, it'll be the foot to the floor all the way through to the end. So I want to ensure the players are mentally fresh, the staff is fresh as well, and make can make a push for it, as well as doing uh, some really important work. In terms of the work you've been doing this week, how much does dealing with Ivan Tony come in to that? He scored again um, midweek. He's what behind Harry Kane, England's second highest scorer. Mm. How much of a challenge is that, and how impressed have you been with, with him? This season. Yeah, I, I've been really impressed. I've been really impressed with him and, and with the team itself. Uh, what I really enjoy watching about uh, about Brentford is they're not they haven't been affected yet by the Premier League. What I'm saying is that sometimes when you, you're in the Premier League for a period of time, you you stop doing the basics of the game well, like running and fighting and and, and getting tight to people. This is a team that come up out of the Championship and. Uh, are still hungry for that. So they do the basics of the game really well and with good organisation and with talent. Uh, they've had a very, very good season. Ivan, as you say, he's uh, he's been fantastic. You see that he's grown since he's come in, has that confidence, he has the technical quality. Um, but he, he's a street player also. He, he He's aggressively strong uh, and he's an outstanding player. So, um, so yeah, so we, we have to be ready for the team because they've got some other good players. And then we collectively have to go and uh, and play well as a team to get the result. Thanks, Brian. Thank you. Thanks. Okay, Rob. For Johnny, is it a bit of a setback that he's had since the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. To what extent? Well, we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully not too long. Hopefully for the weekend, if not uh, after that. You talked 
about concentration. How do you like to train concentration into your people? Well, that's something that you, you train it every day in terms of your exercises and um, your repetition work. But clearly, it's something that under pressure is is, uh, is something that's totally different, you know. So um, I think for us, it's always about, you know, focusing on what is really important, you know, and doing the basics of our game well. And, um, yeah, and then, uh, of course, it's concentration is also around decision-making. Um, so we do lots of work based around making decisions and training uh, and normally trying to help educate on the right ones. In those pressurised moments when concentration has been key, who do you look to on the pitch to maintain those standards and to, to keep everyone switching on and to stop, I guess, that butterfly effect of a chance and then a goal being conceded? Yeah, listen, that, that, it, it's a responsibility of everyone. You know, it's not just one player. Of course, you have um, players on, on the field that are your tactical decision makers, but it, it's a responsibility of, of every player on there to maintain the concentration to keep the team from being passive uh, keeping it organized and uh, yeah there's you know everyone has that responsibility Brentford one of the best at exploiting teams who maybe switch off a bit mm. the way they succeed through set pieces and hit on the counter attack and like you said do the basics right yeah yeah I think they do it really really well They're really strong like you say in set pieces um, general game is good you know, played out of different systems as well. Uh, Thomas has predominantly played out four three three most of the season. Maybe against some of the uh, the bigger teams, they, they've switched the structure. But uh, but in the main, they've they've had a cohesive group over the last few years. They've added to that without losing anyone, and then the players have grown from within that and added quality. So uh, so yeah, and obviously playing at home has been been really good for them. There's still that great enthusiasm you can tell with the support and that connection because of arriving into the Premier League and um, yeah, they, uh, they've done very, very well. The rewards for three points in terms of league position could be huge actually, and especially going into the international break for you. Hmm. If you create the amount of chances that you do, or you did, sorry, against Chelsea, will you be hugely satisfied? Yeah, yeah, I think in, in the last few games, those, those key moments that are important in games, you have to be clinical and be able to take them. So, but it's also the other side other side of that, being strong defensively and uh, and in those moments of pressure, just staying calm. But um, but we, we feel we can create opportunities and it's just giving that balance to the game that if you're not, then you got to ensure that you're not giving so much away. Just finally for me, you said it's been a, a tough season mentally mm. for the players and for your staff as well, I'm sure, and the whole club. In the international break, how will you try and switch off for a few days in the past. I think Rob Lohman, you played a bit of golf with your coaching staff. Do you have any thoughts as to what you might Yeah, say? yeah. It, we'll give the, the, the players and, and uh, that are here and uh, some of the staff that chance to reset. Uh, because, as I said, it, it's been a challenging season and um, and, and that's always important in, in long, hard hard seasons. And then, uh, but at the same time, we'll, we'll get some work, some good work done and Welcome the boys back, hopefully, from international break, free of injury. And then we, uh, we've got a real run of games that, um, that uh, as I said, we can look forward to. Good man, thank you.
Hi, Brendan. Um, Hi. Uh, Brentford um, still doing the basics like running and fighting. Do you see that from your side at the moment? Yeah. No, I, I don't think that's within question. I think the, the players are have given everything. Clearly, obviously, maybe not at the height of our confidence, but um, but I think the players have given everything. I think the frustration is that in those what, those costly moments, uh, maybe when we do switch off for that moment or don't quite get into position, and then um, then we've got news for it. So, um, but the players are a really really good, honest group of players. You know, it's my job in this because it's always easy under positive circumstances to stay upbeat uh, as a leader but it's then positive with them in, in this moment as well when it has been a tough moment and we've shown before that we can come through that but like I say it's just uh, nailing some of the main principles of our game fighting running working but also good organisation and uh, we, if you cut out the mistakes then of course that gives you a, a really good chance to win uh, win games Yourself personally and the usually uh, used to battling at the right end of the table mm. Uh, now, how does the pressure uh, differ from all the other teams in the league? Yeah, it's certainly much better at the, towards the top end. Um, but you have to earn that right to be there. And uh, and we, we haven't this season. We haven't been anywhere near consistent enough. But it's a great challenge from a coaching perspective and from a player's perspective. You know, you're playing under pressure and it's it's been able to deal with that. And, uh, and it's something that uh, I'm confident we can do. No, it's listen. Our objective is now is, is very clear. You know, it's to to ensure we gain enough points to stay in the league. There's no tiptoeing around it. We've got 12 games to go. Uh, we haven't been consistent enough, and we haven't taken enough points and been good enough to do that. But um, so now we have to really narrow the focus in. And be clear on what it is we we want to achieve, and uh, and and the goal is very simple: is make sure we get enough points to stay in the league. Enough points to stay in the league. <laughs> we do. I'm sorry. It was absolutely. I mean, that first journalist. Seven questions she asked. I mean, these things are so set up. You know, you got journalists going in there that dare ask anything um, serious in case they get banned from going back. Like the fans can't take posters into the ground. Um, yeah, they hide behind the fact that they're only allowed to speak to agreed media um, places. You know, and accredited uh, reporters. It's because they're scared to come on. They would never come on to like this channel or an AFTV channel if you're an Arsenal manager or, or director because they know the questions they will be asked they haven't got proper answers for. Um, Terry totally agree with you there. <laughs> he says those green signs behind him stand for, yeah, real <laughs> FBS. It's on the shirts as well, isn't it? Um Let's just go through some of your comments there. I just couldn't stand. It was just going around the same things. Um, I had a bit of a problem at the start because it, it wasn't at the start. Uh, Mike is in. Good evening, Mike. How are you? 
David is in. Good evening, David. Uh, Lester for life. Brendan did with Christensen too. Someone should get up cameras at that training ground. Yet yeah, Martin says, you know, Johnny Evans injured again. Like I say, Doctor Death is at the um, <laughs> Doctor Death is in attendance. Please make your appointments. Um, Seems like he's talking a good job. Everybody's saying pretty much the same, that he's talking a load of BS. Um, Mike's okay. Uh, Terry, Roger's favourite country, Egypt, because he's always in denial. That's my impersonation of Brendan, by the way. Uh, you ask the same thing every time you come in, Colonel. Uh, there's reasons why it's not. Um, I want my Casper back. If you could have the Casper back from 10, oh, sorry, four or five seasons ago, yes. If we get the Casper back and he's training people up that are, we've got to, we've got to accept Casper was shit last season. There's no two ways about it. I've seen Dracula come out for more crosses than Schmeichel did. I'm sorry, I don't want him back. And I don't want him back coming back teaching his, his negative, let's not go and grab a ball uh, and control the box tactics. Sorry, Mike, I just don't agree with you. Um, I mean, not affected by the Premier League. What the fuck does that mean? Can somebody tell me what he means by not affected? Is this his latest excuse? Oh, it was too hot that week. Oh, man, it was too cold. Then it was raining. And do you know what? We're not playing well because we've been affected by the Premier League. What a load of fucking bullshit is that man talking it's beyond, it's beyond, oh, it's just getting silly now. Uh, yeah, everybody's staying the same. Uh, you can just sack him whatever you want to. You've got my full backing, Colonel. Um, Boris says Vardy has to play every game from now on. Does he? Scored one goal this season. He's assisted two, possibly three maximum. One game, I think it was Blackburn. One time against the championship team, he had 19 touches. I don't want him back. I'm sorry, again, we've got to move on. We might as well bring, you know, Gary Lineker. He, he, he should have played last, mind you. He couldn't have done a worse job, in fairness, if he'd come on, could he? Um, don't tell him your name, Pike. You write in his little notebook. <laughs> Showing your age there, Terence. Showing your age. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah, Telemans look like he's on his way out. I truly hope he is. Goodbye, good riddance. Um, treating us as he does. He's, he knows he can see the financial situation we're in, but he wants to look after himself, which I get to. I understand. You know, it, it's his it's his career, but you know. He's he's making sure he leaves and we don't get a penny for him. Whatever you think about uh, Maguire, at least he 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 looked after the club when he left. Casper um, Defo kicks ass. Um, no way, Brendan. His way is too soft. I mean, there is the. He, he, I I wouldn't want him teaching goalkeeper at the moment. Uh, I'd have to see some improvement on that. Um, but certainly from his. Um, sort of get you know his G in the dressing room up. Yep, totally. He would do that. Just put him on the sideline during games, <laughs> like like having Martin O'Neill back. If not Casper back, then what? Well, we have to move on. You know, we have to move on. 
we can't keep saying, bring this player back. You want Peter Shilton to come back? Do you know what? We can dig we can dig Gordon Banks up. <laughs> Get down to the graveyard, dig him up, bring him back, put him in goal. We have to live with what we've got. Now, we have been linked with a new goalkeeper. So it could be that Brendan, maybe Ward hasn't lived up to the hype. Um, as you know, I have been a a supporter of, of, of Danny Ward. And as I've always said, a goalkeeper is only as good as the um, players that are, you know, in front of him in defence. But I accept he hasn't had the best of seasons. And when we were all saying, oh, wasn't he doing well just before the World Cup, all those clean sheets, we were playing teams. It was a false storm. We were playing teams that basically the lower, well, where we are now, the lower end of the table. So you would expect us to beat those teams. Well, normally. Um, so, yeah, I accept maybe Ward isn't the answer. Everson, I'm not sure yet. Um, and I'm, I can't remember who this player is that we have been linked with. Uh, I'm sure somebody will tell me. Um, but we have, I'm just seeing if I can get it up on the screen here now. Um, maybe, maybe we're going to have to have a look at another goalkeeper. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Um, I, I, I can't find it just off the top. Um, off the off off on the site here, but uh, but yeah, we have been we have been linked with a um, with a a goalkeeper. Uh, um, and like I say, at the moment, I've got to say. I mean, if Casper was having a bad game and he never really did, he was never really bad enough to be dropped in Brendan's eyes. Um, we didn't really have anybody there, you know. Well, we knew, sorry, what I'm saying is we knew the ward could come in and do a fairly decent job. I'm not sure about Everson just yet. I'm really not sure. Uh, but like you say, Ward, yeah, I'm beginning to have my doubts. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, and I can't find who the goalkeeper was. Um but uh, there we go. We have to prevent relegation. Of course we do. I mean, I said this on, on my BBC talking point. I went, um, what it would cost us to pay off Brendan Rogers balanced out to what it would cost us to go down. Because certainly if we go down, forget building it. Why, why stick another um, 8,000 seats onto the stadium? We ain't going to fill it. You know, we haven't got Man United coming away or Liverpool coming away. Uh, you know, we're going to have Bristol City and, and uh, st- we're not going to be filling the ground. So what, yeah, that's going to be put on hold. Um, I was going to want to come to the club. I'll get some good players in. You know, look at James Justin. Look at Jamie Vardy. They both came from the lower leagues. But we're not going to be attracting the likes of Tielemans. Christensen and what like um, And we ain't necessarily Going to straight away do a Derby County Sorry a Derby County What am I saying, a Burnley Where did Derby County come from We're not necessarily do a Burnley Do you think if we go down now That we will be able to do a Burnley And come straight back up with the I mean they are doing fantastic And all credit to them um, I don't even think we can do a Norwich Or a Watford 
to be honest with you. Rich, good evening from Rich Sports, Big Man United channel. Welcome in, Rich. Uh, just talking about you there. How the devil are you, sir? Well, I hope. I mean, they're all tough games at the moment. To be honest with you, if we were playing, I don't know, Paul Town under-13s, it'd be a tough game for us at the moment. Um, Sunderland's keeper, was that what it, who it was? I mean, like I say, maybe we're not going to be replacing Ward. Would I cry if we replace Ward? No. I wouldn't, you know. I do think um, he's coming at a bad time. Let's say, you know, he's coming to a team that is struggling, so he's always going to struggle yeah, himself. So, but you know, we've got to look. Five pound a ticket. I'm not sure we would ever be selling that at five pound. But um, yes, it's a lot happier. It's a lot happier now, Mike, than the King Power is. <laughs> Let's be honest. Um, but look, concentration. Brendan, that's all we need. We need a bit of concentration and then we will be fine. <sighs> Fucking hell, Brendan. Don't know what you're on, but can I have some of it, please? Um... <laughs> And and why are we talking so much about the opposition in our press conferences? There was a good five minutes there where he was talking about was Brentford. Now, I know he wants to talk about Brentford because it means he doesn't have to talk about Leicester. But come on, for God's sake, you know. Oh. Anyway, let us quickly look. Um, apparently, though, um, we're going to have a look, allegedly, at some facts. Um Facts and figures, everybody. These are the match officials for the weekend. And the interesting thing is, and I don't know if you read this in the papers today, Mike Dean has been snubbed by Premier League Chief Howard Webb for the fifth week running. Now, we know that Mike Dean has retired as a referee. Um, oh, Bovril should do it. It got me the good cup of Bovril, Mike. Ah, no worries. Um... Yeah, Mike Dean has retired as a uh, match official, well, as in uh, referee, but apparently he's still allowed to do VAR. Now, we've now got a new uh, head of referees in Howard Webb, uh, head at the PGMOL, and for the fifth week running, he's not picked Mike Dean to be a VAR official. Maybe that Howard Webb isn't such a silly fool after all. <laughs> ah. But anyway, Darren Bond is the man in the middle um, with Peter Banks, who is going to be sat watching um, probably Baywatch and occasionally flipping over to see what's happened between Brentford and Leicester City. So those are your match officials for this weekend. How many times have we played Brentford? Not that many, to be honest with you, in the Premier League. Only three times. We've not lost to them yet. Yes. That doesn't doesn't look good, does it? <laughs> I'm not holding out a lot of hope that that is going to continue. Um, three uh, three times we've played them, two wins um, and one draw, one home win, one away win. So there's not really much you can read into that. Um, but on current form, you've got to say, I know which side I'd be packed back in. Um, those are our recent games. Well, these are our only games. We drew 2 2 at the start of the season. First game, 2 0 up. What happened? Well, it was too hot, wasn't it? It was too. I mean, this was the game famously where we made three substitutions, I believe it was, or even two, 
out of the five that were available to us, and yet it was too hot for the players. Yeah. We should have seen how it was going, really, shouldn't we? And then um, this is the tale of the tape so far. Um, hold your hold, horses, ladies. Craig will be joining us in a minute. Um, their biggest win, they beat Man United 4-0. We beat Forest 4-0. Uh, and you can see the biggest losses there and, and all the facts and figures um, for the game. Because I did, because I was actually looking at doing the press conference, I'm not going to go through any more uh, facts and figures, to be quite honest with you. It just, it just scares me. It just scares me. And I do with Craig, rather than go through the facts and the figures, I do want to go through Boris, uh, Boris's. That's Boris there. I do want to go through um, Brendan's press conference. Although, having said that, they're probably as boring as Boris's ever were. Um, Boris says, if we're in the same situation with another manager and Brendan was available... We would be crying out for Brendan to come and save us. Do you know the funny thing, right? And, and, and if you haven't seen it yet, please do and go and check it out. Because as you remember, last week there was no match of the day. Unfortunately, pundits are back. Not that I I agree with you know with with the pundits being allowed to say what they want to say, freedom of speech. But I just don't. I, can't. I go and have a pee. I go and make myself a brew. I'll go and scratch me arse. Anything then. As soon as I have an extra five minutes on each game, then I have to listen to the pundits. So, um, but yes, the guy that I, I I went on the alternative uh, match of the day, which was on GB News. It's on the um, it's on the YouTube channel. It's pinned to the top. Go and check it out. It's only about four or five minutes uh, with Mark Dolan, he of um, um, Balls of Steel fame. Um, and he said it wasn't so long ago that he wanted Brendan Rodgers at um, at uh, Spurs. And it wasn't so long ago that Tielemans was wanted by Barcelona and Real Madrid. How things change. How things change. One thing that doesn't change, it's the reliability of my man Craig. Let's bring him in. Good evening, Craig. How the devil are you, sir? I'm good, thanks, Chris. Hello, everyone. How uh, looking forward? Always looking forward. I've just been uh, keeping an eye on this um, Arsenal game. I don't know if you've had one eye on it or anyone who has, but the goal that Sporting just scored was phenomenal. It was 1-0 to Arsenal when I saw it last. It's 1-0 um, now. Yeah, the guy scored from, he, he, he scored from about just in the, in the centre circle. Wow, one of those. Yeah. Uh, well, you see, that would just make me cry. <laughs> bring hey, let's bring back Joey Good Johnson. You know, exactly. I mean, everybody's screaming for all these players back. Mm. But I do remember see, that I was there. You oh, you were there. Well, talking about being there, um, mm. I I imagine you were at uh, the Chelsea game. I was. I was at yes. the Chelsea game. Funny when I said the word game, I do use that very loosely, of course. Yeah, but I, I, I Really funny game. I, I I actually took a screenshot of um, of all the stats because I know you love stats. Yeah. Um, if you look at the stats on uh, uh, on I can't remember the, the name of it, um, the the soccer app. Um, that game was so even, you know, on chances, possession, attacks, all of the stats were like we were really in that game, and it was the difference was people taking their chances. Uh, or not, 
and 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 that's how it's been, and that's how it's been the last few games. Now stats don't tell the whole story, um, but we were in that game. We were in that game, and um, it's it's frustrating because it, things hinge so so quickly. I remember um, the Chelsea scored the second goal uh, that was then ruled out. As soon as the second goal went in, I'm like, as soon as the second goal went in. You know the uh, the fans who always back the lads uh, instantly came out with the uh, "We want Rogers out" uh, chance, and then the goal was overturned for VAR. Um, so they stopped. Um, then we were well in the game. You know, we equalised, and then uh, they got one, and uh, KDH should have scored. You know how he missed it. I, I still don't know how he missed it, but then they got the third. You know, again, a really good goal and, and the chance start again. So things just are so fragile at the moment. It's, it's on a knife edge, you know, of uh, of we create a chance and we take it. It would be a totally different situation. We create a chance and don't take it. And uh, everyone wants Rogers out. And uh, I'm not I'm not saying that I, I, um, that's not the right thing, because, again, it's is. His substitutions just sort of well, I don't I don't know where to start with, with a yeah. substitution. And I think that was the the, the 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 worst thing about the game. But we we're definitely in that game, and and we could have easily got something out of that game. I, I've got to be honest with you, and, and I love the comment there from Terry O'Grade, the committee of the Evans Appreciation Society is here. <laughs> hey, we'll be coming on to Evans in a second, Terry. Believe believe you me. Um and I've got to say before we move on, um, the new dad is in. Well, the new dad to be, uh, Doug. Welcome <laughs> along, sir. Big, big Hi, congratulations. Uh, just announced today that he's having uh, he's having a child. Uh, well, it's in Scotland, so we assume it's a child. Uh, but, hey, congratulations, Doug. Are you sure? Are you sure you know what you're doing? <laughs> and that's coming from a man who's had four. But no, congratulations, seriously, Doug, to both you and Rebecca. Uh, well done. Didn't know you got it in you. Well done, mate. Uh, and Nate says hello to everybody. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Now, yeah, at least with the Chelsea game, we were actually had a shot on target. And we, we had, did, we had a few. Yes, I mean, we'd gone 180 minutes, which is embarrassing without a shot on target. So at least we've seen, we saw an improvement in that one, in that mm. side. Um, Chilwell scoring obviously didn't help at all. I don't know if you've seen Brendan's conference. No. I've got to say, I think if he, if he said this word once, he must have said it five or six times. What we are lacking is concentration. Apparently, I think there's a few other things we're lacking. Well, I would have thought so, but apparently, if we all concentrate, we're going to win. Yeah. Well, there I mean, we go. You know, it's I as mean, simple as that. I don't know who it was. I think it was. Was it possibly Terry uh, or Mike? What one of them said? The uh, the FBS behind uh, you know on the shirt slogan stands for full of bullshit. Um, mm. but apparently, we need to concentrate. Mm. But uh, um, oh, they're all saying congratulations to Doug there um, on that. Yeah, I, I think I think we are lacking a lot more. Um, mm. Anything in that performance that you saw that gave you confidence that we're going to stay up? Um, 
Yeah, it's funny because I was likening it a little bit to the Spurs game away, um, where we got tonked 5-2, I think it was. Um, six. Six, sorry. Yeah, I forgot one. Uh, <laughs> it's easily done, in, let's be honest. I know. Five, six. Um, in that... We were we were in that game as well. You know, that game ran away from us in the end. Again, down to individual mistakes that we made and we got punished for them. And and that's what we're what we seem to be doing. You know, we we're making mistakes. And I, I guess that's where he's coming from from the, the concentration thing. Cut the mistakes out and by inference, a lot of the goals conceded are cut out as well because people are not you know, occasionally they'll get through us, but they're not ripping through us and ripping us apart. We're making silly errors and getting punished for them whilst missing chances up the other end, which is, you know, the perfect storm, as it were, at the moment. But there was something there that um, that I don't... I, I clearly... I don't think he's lost the players. And I, I said that after that Spurs game. And then we, we had that little run where we did turn it around and we had a good run of, of games after that. And that's why there's a little glint of of confidence from me, probably misguided. You know, it usually is. Um, <laughs> well, the, the, I know what you're saying, and some, and, and again uh, on the GB News show, and I, I was asked, did I not think at that point when we put that run of games together that we turned it round? Mm. But when you look back at the teams who were playing, yeah, there, there were teams that we shouldn't have. Been troubled against any. Anyway, no disrespect to them, uh, because we're what you know we're down there with them now. But you know what I mean. It's not we yeah, weren't yeah. playing the likes of Man City, Chelsea. We were playing the likes of the Southamptons and the, the Forest and those. And so the last yeah. games we should have been winning anyway. True, but I would in in the circumstances we're in, I would rather be it be that way that you're beating the teams around you than beating the teams well. above you. You know because because. You could, if we beat Man City and lose to Southampton, then Southampton have gained three points on us. Losing we lose Southampton, to Southampton, that would never happen. No, but you know what? You know what I mean. It, it, at this stage, it's it, beating the teams around you is the most important thing. Um, yes, and, you know, sadly, we're not doing that at the moment either. But I don't know. I, I, my biggest frustration at the minute is his substitutions and. Um, I, I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't, you know, I, I don't like slagging individual players off. You know me, Chris. Well, only um, one. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, yeah, one and a, what, three, maybe. Um, <laughs> uh, but taking Mendy off and replacing him with Samari, I, I didn't understand no. at all. Uh, Scott tried to um, try and make me understand it by saying that we're chasing the game and Samari is more forward thinking when he gets the ball. Um, okay, that's, wasn't, that, wasn't that what you praised sure. Mendy for being a few weeks ago? Yeah, I, 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 I like Mendy, as I say. I'm not saying to you, but I'm just mm. saying yeah. that was what he, why he liked Mendy. I mean, look, Whatever, whatever you do, Craig, I think the fact that you've sort of driven down to Seagrave or up to Seagrave from where you are, whichever way it is, yeah. waited outside, run up to Johnny Evans and kicked him on the shin so he's injured again, you know, you, you may feel very, very pleased at doing that, but it does mean that we're probably going to have a Marty back in the defence. I mean, yeah. I said the other day, have we got Harold Shipman in charge there at, uh, at Seagrave? I mean... 
he played less than five minutes of football. So it's back to training again, and he is injured. I, I mean, it's ridiculous, isn't it? To be mm. honest, I, th- I think the thought of him having to play another game was enough for his body to just say, "Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do one." It's you know, just you know, maybe maybe it's a, it's the perfect it's the perfect scenario. Um, he's going to have to retire, uh, so he's going to take over as a player manager or a. Uh, as as manager till the end of the season when uh, when Brendan gets the bullet if we uh, if we lose the next couple of games yeah. yeah and I'm not going to ask you this week you'll be pleased to know that if we lose tomorrow should Brendan go I, I you say I, I ask you the same every week so I'm not going yeah yeah instead I ask it in a <laughs> you just ask it in a different way <laughs> yeah. I know you yeah. <laughs> I put it in a poll who was to blame yeah. um. Four percent said it was the board's fault. Twelve um, percent okay. said it was the players. Forty-five percent mm. said it was Brendan, not surprisingly, and thirty-nine percent said it was all three of them put together. Um, you can't sack. We've said this before. You can't sack fifteen players. But when you look, like we said, how the hell did Kieran Dewsbury Hall miss that? It's yeah. down to confidence, I think. Yeah, I, I, no, I think you're right. I mean, in another another time, he would have even probably put his foot on it and then leathered it into the back of the yes. net. But just that, you know, you talk about, you know, we, as soon as Brendan says we need to concentrate, you automatically think at the back and cutting out errors. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect sign of it as well. Just concentrate on getting a good connection of the ball yes. and it's in. You know, forget everything else around you. And this is why, and I think sometimes we, we let players off the hook a little bit too easy. This is not like, you know, these are players down the park. It's not you and me on a Sunday morning or whatever. Mm. These are people who are <laughs> supposedly at the top of their game. So we shouldn't let them off as, as easy as we sometimes do. You know, these are professional footballers. So that that miss there was just in, inexplicable and inexcusable. A panic Attempt, do you think, because of the situation we're in? I mean, yeah. you know, I think in everyday life, if, if we are in a, a, a something must happen, we you know, it's like if we're rushing, that's when you make a mistake and you drop the milk all over the floor just as you yeah. rush it to get out. And said in comparison, but you see, you know what I'm getting at. I'm just wondering yeah, if, sure. if, if it is getting to the players, and if it is, he's not really taking the pressure off them, is he? No, he's not. And but I also I, I don't think necessarily the crowd are helping a great deal. You know, um, I I I get it. Everybody he gets frustrated. We get frustrated. I get frustrated, particularly as I said with it with some of his uh, mm. um, his substitutions. Um, but I don't like I don't like the, the 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 whole. You know, you'll sing a song. You know, we always back the lads one minute and the next minute you're booing. Um, I I don't like all that. To be honest, I know they're booing the manager, and it's a frustrations at the manager. Um, I mean, the, the whole atmosphere doesn't help at the moment. But you're down at the ground, mm. um, and I, I've got mixed feelings about booing. And at the end of the day, I think to be fine. I agree with booing because it is the mm. only way that fans. Mm. Because you're never going to get. I said earlier, you're never going to get anybody from the club coming on, not mm. just this channel, but any channel of any club. 
They're going to hide behind the fact that, well, you're not affiliated and all this. It's because they know that we will ask the awkward questions. And just listening to that, uh, the press conference before, it was almost like it was being spoon-fed. You know, like, right. like, yeah. like if you want to come in, these are the questions that you're going to ask. Now, you yeah. can't ask that one, you, you know. And I do think, you know, it's the only way the fans can, um, whether any of them have ever watch anything out of these, mm. I don't think so. But, you know, booing is the only way that the fans can really let the players know yeah, how no. we feel. But... Is it a case that it's going on during the play? I'm all right with it once yeah. the final whistle's gone. But during yeah, the I, game, I, is it happening? No, I'm with you, and, and I think if you if you want to if if you want to do that afterwards, yeah, that's fine. I, you know, you're right. That is the only. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver-assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonalds.com way that the fans can have a voice what you see at the moment though is 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 people arguing amongst themselves where i sit uh i've got got a seat uh, row of seats in front of me and then it's the disabled section and at the end of uh, in half time in the game against chelsea you've got two carers arguing with each other about whether Rogers should go or not, <laughs> sort of shouting <laughs> at each other, uh, and it's you know, and it's that thing. It's about it's turning the crowd against each other as well. The whole thing is is sort of toxic at the moment. I and, think um, because we we everybody's passionate about the club. Mm, exactly, yeah. And I I have a look. Uh, I mean, you know, in, in the Facebook group, not quite so much on Twitter, but in the Facebook group. Uh, some of the comments that are coming in are not comments we ever saw when we were, you know, fist in the table, when we won the Premier League, when we were, you know, winning the FA Cup. It, yeah. It's purely because everybody, I think, is so frustrated that we are making comments. And we, we do, you know, if we if we just sat there and went, well, look, let's get behind the team, it's fine. If we go down, we go down, so what? You know, then... You know, I don't think you've got any passion for the club. Um, so, you know, I think, yeah, and hopefully they they didn't they didn't take it any further. But can I can I ask, are you are you a film fan, Craig? Yes, I do like my films. Yeah. You know, well, apparently, and I don't know if you see this has been around Leicester or not, but I have I have seen this down here. This this new film that's out. Right. Okay. <laughs> 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 Maybe it's just me, but and I have asked the question: like, is this the you know? Are, are we going to 
win this or are we going to get uh, is Brendan going to give us that sinking feeling again and, and drown us all um, but it does feel like we are on the ship at the moment and Brendan's in charge of the band that's playing away oh well we're singing it doesn't matter carry on playing lads well they don't listen not listening to us well they don't listen to us when we're when we when we normally play it, it has got that sort of a feeling for me at the moment it has, and I think um, I think Saturday is going to be really interesting because, you know, we put up a decent show against Chelsea, I thought, to be honest. If, if you look at it, take all of the emotion out of it. You've got Leicester's team struggling at the wrong end of the table against a Chelsea team who have not lived up to expectations this season. No. But within their ranks have some of the most expensive footballers that the Premiership has ever seen. Yes. Um, Mudrick that they've bought, uh, uh, Enzo that they bought, the Argentinian, even Fafana was expensive, Chilwell's expensive. This is an, a very expensively uh, com, uh, a, 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 a compiled team. And for the most part of that game, we went toe-to-toe with them and we were, you know, we were as good as, you know, they've just got more clinical finishes and that's what the extra 30 or 40 million pound gets you when you're buying players to be honest um so if you take the emotion out of it our performance wasn't that that bad to be honest but it's accumulation of it and i think that's the problem Uh, and it's when we go away and look toothless and don't look like we have any fight and that is going to be shown up more than anywhere in these next two away games Brentford and Crystal Palace. You know, you cannot go to either of those places and not be prepared for a fight. Because if you do, you will get rolled over and then it's curtains, I think. It's not necessarily curtains for the club, but I think it'll be curtains for Brendan. I mean, you're making me ask this, aren't you? Is it too late? Because I had this tournament. I'm not going to say this game, but is it too late to make a change or is it never too late to make a change? It's probably never too late. I mean, it, I think what it becomes is every game it com- becomes more and more of a gamble and it's a stick or twist, you know, which is going to be the better one. As I say, you know, they could get rid of Brendan and quite easily say to Johnny Evans, take it over to the end of the year. You know, you've worked under Fergie, you've experienced, uh, you know, you've got experience. You see what Michael Carrick is doing at Middlesbrough, yeah. um, who come through a similar um sort of grounding and, and upbringing in football in terms um so you know i could see that happening to be honest i don't know what his voices are like around the club but you would think you know that that could happen because it doesn't like he's going to end up playing any more games to be honest um no, no. It, it's that thing of you'll never know because you know what will happen is if they sack him and whoever comes in doesn't keep us up there'll be the the ones who wanted Brendan to stay would be coming and saying that Brendan would have kept us up. It's one of those. We'll, we'll, I, we'll I, I don't envy. Know. I really don't envy. Say, I, I just don't envy. Envy the, the. It's very easy for all of us to say what we would do, you know, but we're not in the position of, of making that, and therefore the blame. And the fallout doesn't come on us. We can very easily say, right, let's sack him or let's keep him. Mm. Uh, because whatever happens isn't on us. 
if you're at the head of the club and you either sack or keep, then whatever happens is on you. Yeah. Boris says there, and we'll come back to the table in a second, everyone is putting too much pressure on the players. I'm sorry, that's their job. Mm-hmm. Whether you are... There is no more pressure on Leicester City players in real terms than there is on Rochdale players, let's say. And, and I'm just saying that off the top of my head. I don't know who's struggling at the bottom of League Two mm-hmm. to stay in. It's a maybe maybe it's a different type of pressure, but it's still the pressure. And I'm sorry if they can't stand the pressure, leave the club. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I'm not. I just don't think. And I'm not saying because they paid so much money. If you I, as a, and I as I've worked in sales, I believe you're you know you're mm-hmm. in advertising or sales yourself. You know, if you can't stand it, then you you leave, don't you? It's true. But I, I I also take the point um, that Boris is making there is football at whatever level is about confidence, and you can see okay they've, they've not had a, you know the couple of dodgy results, but it's the same Man United side that were playing under Oli and um, Van Gaal or whatever, and without well playing without confidence, without the panache, not given the freedom to go and express themselves. And it's it's pretty much the same players under a different manager because they're allowed to play without pressure. And and pressure does add more to and, and it is those those players who can take it on. They're the elite. You know, they 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 rise. But whatever level, you know, you could even see uh Messi, you know, if he's not at the top of his game in terms of confidence, you know, you, we've all seen games where Messi's been anonymous, you know, because he doesn't come and look for the ball or whatever. And I'm talking in extremes here, but that's what usually happens. The pressure gets too much that you're scared of making a mistake. You're scared of giving the ball away that you stop asking for the ball. And if you get the ball, you give it straight back to where it's come from and you stop taking chances. And that's where the confidence comes in. So if you can play with, without that pressure, at the top of your confidence, you'll take a touch. You'll try and go by a player because you know it doesn't really matter. And that's where you really find out who the top players are. I think it does have an effect. Whether it should is another matter, Chris, and therefore I take your point. But the fact is that I think it does. I I, I can say, I'm not saying there isn't any pressure there. Mm. I'm just saying um, (laughs) it goes with the territory. I, I, I agree. I, yeah, I agree that you should be able to, but, you know, we see it, as I say, people just, they, they hide, they don't want the ball. No, no. I mean, LCFC there says it's the Premier League we are talking about. I don't care whether it's the, and I'm not disrespecting your point here, but it's the same, surely, in the Bundesliga. It's the same in La Liga, in Ligurne. You know, whichever one you go, it's always the same. And I'm sorry, the pressure is the same, because if you drop out of the fourth tier and, and and into the into the conference or whatever that you know it's called these days that's a hell of a big drop mm-hmm. you know uh you know we're we're falling from stage one to two they're from four mm-hmm. right out of the the sort of four main you know pyramid so it is and it is no different to to, to any other league and if you can't stand that then get out the club and bring in players that that, that can do it um, yeah, those those players, Chris, they cost eighty million a piece. 
no, that's, that's yeah, but you've, no, that's no, no, no. That's yeah, the difference, you're, isn't it? Well, you're paying that not for the men- mental mentality. You're paying that for the talent. I, 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 I disagree. To be honest, no. uh, in the fact that that every player who is a professional footballer has got the talent. It's that mental. That's why the likes of Roy Keane, Patrick Vieira, were so good. They weren't particularly overly talented players. They could never beat a person. They had the strength of mentality that took them to the next level. And I think you have to have a certain level of skill and stamina and all those things to get to the top. The the thing that gets you to the next level is the mental side of the game. We will agree to disagree on that one. because (laughs) I I agree with you, the fact that, you know, it's the skill that gets you there. It is. And that's what you are paying the money for. Yeah. Um, you know, how many talented players out there don't have that mental strength? You know, and how many, yeah. how many of those guys that used to play for you know the crazy gang at Wimbledon had the talent? Yeah. Not many of them, but they all had that mental strength that I believe was was put into them. I mean, Mike Davis said there, with good management, uh, players are not affected by pressure. Excellent yeah. point. Look at Claudio Ranieri. There was never any pressure he allowed, as far as we could see, get to the players. You know, he wasn't. And and I know in, in, in the uh, in the press conference today, uh, he was asked, "Have you set a target?" And he said, "No." And it did remind me a little bit of Claudio Ranieri because he, he he never was setting targets, was he? You know, he's just like next level, and we'll see where we go from there. Uh, but he's right. He's right, Mike. You know. But I, I'm agreeing because I'm saying that's that's what Ten Hag has done at, at Man United. Is instilled that uh, that mentality in those players to go out and express themselves. So yeah, I'm not disagreeing. I mm. I, I, I totally agree, and I don't think. Um, I think Brendan Brendan just chops and changes his mind, and people don't know whether they're in whether they're in the inner club or out of it. You know, again, the treatment of Vestergaard, other players. There's just too many things that um, it's almost like you know you've got a best friend and you love them to death, but they're just hard work, and it's like Brendan is that you know. So you stop I'm wanting looking to at me when you're with... saying that. <laughs> but, but you know, but you you know, you stop wanting to spend time with them, even though they're great, but they're just hard work and they become draining. And yeah. I think that's what Brendan is, to be honest. I think you know, it's almost like you're overcoached as well. The players are given so much it appears from the outside, we we'll never know. But it's like the players are given so much information about formations. When this happens, you should be here, there, and everywhere. Just go out and play football. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, totally. I we're agreeing on that again. We, you know, we couldn't go on agreeing after last week, could we? Yeah. <laughs> we agreed way too much then. Luke says here, though. I mean, yes, it did get off to a bad start, and again, I'd put that down to the club. And as, as I said, you know, right from the start of the season, we, sh- you know, if we'd known what was going on. I think we would all have been a bit more understanding of, you know, why players weren't coming in, mm. etc. But that that is back to the board again. I'm not just yeah. going to blame Tom. I mean, you, you say the board as a whole. Um, we need to back the lads more than ever now. Yeah, you do, but they've got to give us something to back. Now, whether that was enough from Chelsea, we will see, you know. Mm. And 
the away game, in fairness, the fans that go to the away games, no disrespect to those that go to the home games, but they're usually a little bit more voice, you know, verosimus and, you know, behind behind the team possibly. Um, you would you know you you wouldn't agree with that. No, I think I think that hardcore um, are totally um, Rogers out, and I think, okay. and I think, um, but I do think there's an age line as well. There, there is an age line of you know, and I'm not saying this is a is a is a good thing or a bad thing. It's just it appears to be a fact. Those that who have been through it a lot seem to be more patient and it just it is what it is and football cyclical and you know we've had the good times so you have to have the bad times whereas the younger ones just want that level of success and it doesn't matter what you've done um you know that that the you won as the league or we got two top five finishes or whatever it's now that counts and and we've not known anything other than sort of success um, and, and I think there is that line to be drawn. And I think the away fans are, are, are can be a lot harsher because they're not sort of drowned out by supporters who are on his side, to be honest. Funny thing, I mean, in, in my Tuesday talking point on the BBC website, and it's still up there now and I'm just reading it, as, as I wrote there, as time goes on, the number of fans who can remember the bad times gets fewer. Uh, and since 2014, we have known nothing but good times. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, you're getting on for a decade now. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. And maybe we have to accept that that blip is coming. Um, I think the worrying thing now these days is if we do go down, it's not going to be like League One and we're going to bounce necessarily straight back up again. But let's hope it doesn't come no. to that. But when you look at this, it's looking bloody worrying, isn't it? Uh, I mean, yeah, you know, a part of me doesn't want to put my glasses on because it looks much better blurred. <laughs> I don't blame you, mate. Well, I mean, that Southampton game was so, so important because all the other teams, you know, they had difficult games that weekend and some of them managed to pull off shock results. And, of course, one of those was Southampton. We've got 24 mm. points in 16th. West Ham have, have caught us up. They're now on 24th. Not only are we below Nottingham Forest, we are a point behind Everton. Hmm. Everton are probably one of the, no disrespect to James if he's in, but one of the poorest run teams that we've seen for a long time in the Premier League. Um, we, you know, Bournemouth in 18th won the same number of points. And you know, we've been saying that, well, doesn't worry, our goal difference is worth a point. Well, we're on minus nine. Leeds are only on minus 11. Mm. So we can't even rely on that necessarily now. No. Yeah, we can say, well, Nottingham Forest are on 26. Well, hang on, Nottingham Forest are two points ahead of us. Just uh, just before I put my glasses on to look at this in more detail, that all those uh, red, green, and black things down the right hand side make it look like um, a DNA test. Right. <laughs> um, yes. right. Yeah. I, I mean, it is. It is. It is worrying, as I say. You know, and you start thinking, well, what if we didn't have that good run of games? You know, where would we be? Um, but the fact is, I think every team's had a little bit of a good run, and everybody's pulled surprise results out or 
got a result when they didn't deserve it. One thing I w- about as I would say is, I don't think we've had any of those games where we've got points that we didn't deserve. You know, mm-hmm. so maybe maybe we're going to have to clutch at, uh, at straws in terms of our look should change. You know, you know, goals will go in off our backside instead of us missing sitters. Um, I mean, Bournemouth. I, I mean, what are they doing beating Liverpool? Yes, uh, Liverpool. Uh, I mean, they did it with Forest. They did it with Leeds three times. They yeah. let us down. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's there's just no no rhyme or reason to that. You know, the one thing I will say is, and I did say this a few weeks ago when there was a gap. I said I would not be surprised if Palace get dragged into this, and that's exactly what's happening now as well. Only yeah. three points clear of the bottom, uh, the bottom three. So it's clearly, you know. It's twelfth down, and we're all in a in a scrap now. The fact that you've got five points between twelfth and the bottom is ridiculous, yeah. which means it's going to change every week. So, and I bring it back to you know the usual thing that you you ask me as well, Chris is you know would you take a point? And I've often said yes, I would because you know points are going to make just picking up one point here and there. I thought you were going to say points make, make prizes. Then I stopped myself, <laughs> mate. I stopped it. <laughs> Um, but you know, there's a couple of games where we should have had at least a point when we've managed to yeah. throw them away. Um, yes, that I, th- I think I would be more worried if we weren't creating chances. Mm. You know, our, our XG, and I hate it's another of them crappy stats, isn't it? But our XG was, I think, way above Chelsea's for that last game. Yes, um, I think mainly that was down to Dewsbury Hall, to be honest, who should have scored three at that one chance. Yeah, um. Yes. But it's yeah, it's just so hard to call. But what you can't say is there's no way that you could guarantee any of those teams from 12th to 20th are going to go down or no. any of them are going to stay up. Not Anybody betting on it has got more money than sense. Exactly. Boris says they win on Saturday, we could be 12. Yeah. <laughs> Only if nobody else plays. Yeah. <laughs> This is I don't know what the fixtures are, but I, I don't know if anybody's playing each other, but we could also well, be bottom. This, I was about to come on to that. Palace are playing Arsenal. Um, Wolves are playing Leeds at Wolves. Uh, let's just have a look where the Palace game is. The Palace game is at Arsenal. Uh, so, say so Wolves are hosting Leeds. Uh, Forest are hosting Newcastle. Uh, Everton are away at Chelsea. We've obviously got Brent away at Brentford. West Ham, Southampton. Now, that could be interesting. Right, okay. Um, Villa, uh, Bournemouth are away to Villa. Like I said before, Leeds are playing Wolves. Southampton are playing Tottenham. Now, for me, as I look, let, you know, if we go down there, f- for me personally, I would say, you know, Arsenal should beat Palace. Mm-hmm. Wolves, Leeds, I don't think it'd be a difficult one to call. You would hope Newcastle would beat Forest, but it is at Forest and they don't do so bad at home. Um, Everton, Chelsea. <laughs> Again, that could go either way, couldn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, then you've got West Ham, Southampton. Oof, yeah. uh, I mean, there's some games there. I mean, even Southampton hosting Spurs. Mm. <laughs> you can't touch Spurs to do anything, can you? No. No, there's just no rhyme or reason to this season. You know, it, it it's just ridiculous. Anyone can beat anyone on uh, on on the day. Um, I, you know, what you need is this is the perfect time that you need to. We've got four fixtures 
that in a normal um, season, you would think you're going to be picking up probably seven points from those minimum, yeah. seven or eight points. And that's exactly what we need, I think, um, to just try and, and get some points. We need to just start getting some momentum of picking up points. And if you ask me, would I take a point at the weekend? Yes, I would, because we haven't got any in the last four. Uh, so we need to just start putting some points on the board. I mean, Brentford's run uh, in, the, in their last six games... It's been again, uh, it's been drawn, drawn, won, lost, won. So it's a bit of a mixed bag for them. Yeah. I mean, you're looking at it. I don't think even Ivan Tony would bet on us staying up. <laughs> Kaboom. Nice one, mate. Nice one. I don't know. I think you know, I think he would have a bet on it, wouldn't he? Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's going to, if I wasn't involved in it, it would be a real. Umdinger of one. Oh, yeah. You know? yeah, for the neutrals, it's it's exciting. I'm sure people abroad are loving this, you know, just seeing teams scrapping it out. Um, yeah. And th- there's nothing you can see. Whoever's involved in it, you can't see it all being settled before the last day of the season, that's no, for sure. No. When we've got West Ham, that could be interesting. I'd yeah, try to I, I mean, it would be lovely, lovely if we... Uh, if we were safe and we could put them down, that would be nice. Well, I did kind of do an agreement with with the West Ham channel the other day that if one of us is safe, we'll help the other one out. But I don't know if it'll come mm. to that. Uh, LCFC, who are you talking about? Just if you can just confirm. I don't understand people who put him down as a failure based on one season. They're ignoring what he's contributed towards us throughout his time. I'm not sure if he was going to Vardy or to Rogers. I think Rogers, um, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, talking okay. of Vardy, somebody said earlier, put Vardy in for the rest of the season. Uh, he's got the fire in his belly, blah, blah, blah. I think we've seen the end of Vardy, haven't we, for me? I think we've. I, I think it's looking that way, as sad as it is. Um, what What I would say is that he, he can add a bit of spice, to be honest. Um, and... I mean the way that he, I mean he took Fafana out the first chance he got, uh, didn't he at the weekend? So and and in, there have been a few games this season where we've looked a lot better when we get more physical, and we turn it into a bit of a scrap, and we don't do it often enough. I remember the Fulham game; I think we had twenty minutes where we were snapping into tackles and biting in, and we looked a lot better. And the same Vardy sort of came on and and did that against Chelsea, started putting a few challenges. And then you need the rest of the team to go with him. But in terms of what he can offer beyond that, I'm not sure anymore. He, I think, again, his confidence has been knocked. He's In earlier earlier this season, he's had two or three really good chances that he's missed for us as well. And I don't yeah. think that's helped. Yeah. I mean, LCFC says there we can't make the most of what he has to offer. Problem is, I don't think he's got as much to offer as he used to, and that's the problem, you know. Uh, as Terry says there, um, get real, we are in the here and now, not all our yesterdays. I mean, you know, do we bring Richie Delat back? Do we bring Danny Simpson back? Mm-hmm. Do we bring, um, um, I don't know, who you can name from that squad? You know, who yeah. do we bring back? I mean, everybody was saying before about wanting Schmeichel back, bringing back as a... As a a leader mm. in the dressing room and as a goalkeeping coach. And mm. I said, well, 
I don't if he's if he's going to be coaching like he was playing in that last season. I don't want him anywhere near the club. Um, we have to move on, don't we? And it doesn't mean, uh, you know, like I say, if Varney came in here now, I'd bend him over and kiss him, you know. Mm. But it doesn't mean that I don't factor the fact that he has had his day, you know. And we have to accept it, you know. Players I mean, don't. Yeah. Thing is, I mean, there's going to come a time when when you and I are not at the top of a game, Chris, and you know oh, we all have to face miles it. off for you, yet, sir. Miles off for you. Oh, and likewise, and likewise with you, Chris. Of course. <laughs> very, very kindly said, sir. Um, who's drink water, Okazaki? Uh, uh, Luke's in Forest fan evening. Uh, I'm so worried about this running. Anything can happen. Yes, it is exciting. Maybe this is sort of the kick up the backside that a couple of teams need to say, look, you know, you've been sitting there smiling away, you know, you're back mm-hmm. in it. My worry is if we go down, and I don't know if I said this last week, why is what is going to be the point of building the extension on the stadium? Uh, because you 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 have to hope that it is uh, it is cyclical and uh, and we come back and we come back stronger, you know. Teams do it, you know. What you what you hope is that you're not going to be stuck down there for a long time, which can happen. You know, we all it's at, it's at times like that that we'll we'll all start wishing we were Burnley and we can just bounce back yes. first time every time that they seem to go down. Or Norwich, um, but I can't even think we'd be as good as Norwich to be honest. With well, you. Norwich, Norwich are not making a good fist of it this year, are they? No, to be honest, I think the thing that the Burnley have done down the years have uh, is that. They've had players who are too good for the championship, but not quite good enough for the Premier League. So when they do get relegated, nobody from the Premier League really wants to come and buy their players. So they they manage to have the same squad to get them straight back up. And it's just, uh, you know, recycled. But it does show you sometimes a change of manager and taking a chance on someone can reap rewards. The problem is going to have now... The problem I think he's going to have now is when, if they do, well, if they do, I mean, they're going to come back up and well done to them. You know, they've gone, they literally had the clear out and Mm. they've started from scratch and it's worked for them. Mm. Um, It's going to be interesting to see if, I mean, you know, Spurs are already being linked with company and who who aren't they linked with, you know. uh, It's going to be interesting. But look, we're going to have a few predictions now. Um, Mm. You, and obviously, I got I got yours early. I got them all in on time today. Um, I did say that we we agreed too much last week. No, unfortunately, it's happened again this week. <laughs> <laughs> Brad has gone. I mean, there's a lot of this, a lot of negativity about the place. Mm. But Brad has gone three nil to Brentford. Both yourself and me have gone two one. Um, I've I this is. To me, and I know I've said this before, but this is probably one of, if not the most important game of the season. Mm-hmm. Because it is definitely winnable. And if we do win, then like with the games that we've got coming up, and there's a couple of difficult ones in there, but the majority of them, as you said earlier, are, are, should be winnable. And if we can, then... This could be the, the starting point. I think that's why it is so, so important. Uh, yes, it is an away game, uh, LCFC. So we've both gone 2-1. Plus 
Plus, obviously, it will help us in the in the prediction league as well. Uh, Ian Taggart and uh, sorry, Jerry Taggart, his brother Ian, voted for him this week. Jerry Taggart and Ian Marshall have both gone two nil. Uh, Ian Wilson has gone for the draw, two two. Steve Linex has gone two nil. And Steve, oh, I got you uh, got your tops through. Thank you very much, mate. There will be a dawning, my good self, tomorrow. Uh, and Walsh has gone for a draw. Now, I know you said earlier, would you take a point now? I don't mm. think we can afford to take a point. Um, That's it. I would know. I take it? But whether we could afford to just have a point? Well, I, I, I mean, if we take a point from every game between now and the end of the season, we're, we're safe. So, yeah, <laughs> I take it, to be honest. As I say, I think we just need to start the points board ticking over again. I think again. 36 will be and enough. I think it probably would this season. I, I noticed you just did a quick calculation there, Chris, didn't you? Right, how many games we've got left? Right, one point. Um, <laughs> yes, I, yes, I did. It was, yeah, yeah. 36. I had to add that up in my head. I, yeah. I do, just because, just because there's so many teams in it. I, you know, I can't, I can't see all of those teams going beating everyone else. I think they're going to be taking points off each other. But I think... As I say, I think we just need to get a point, you know. And any season, really, a point away at Brentford, the way they've played over the last two or three seasons, it is a good result. And I think I've just got a sneaky feeling this may be the game where we get the points that we ne- don't necessarily deserve. As I say, um, Bournemouth, other teams have picked up wins or points where they didn't really deserve it and we haven't. I've got a feeling that this might be the week that we we managed to pull something out that we don't necessarily deserve. But, uh, Boris said three wins would be enough. Um, mm. I'm not sure where those three wins are. Although we did, <laughs> on Monday night we did do a prediction where we we went through the remaining twelve weeks and predicted all the scores that we were winners and losers, yeah. and we got Leicester up to twelfth. <laughs> yeah. I don't know whether, and and I'm not sure how true that was because some teams have only played 35 games by the end of the season. <laughs> but we, we had done all four, so I'm not uh, I'm not 100 percent sure what happened there. But hey, it was a bit of we did it was a bit of a laugh, and um, mm. we, we we felt confident because we'd. Um, uh, actually got us safe. Uh, I've got to say congratulations to to James Madison being called up by England. Um, whether he will get any games or not, we will see. Um, but apparently himself, as in, sorry, um, Brendan Rodgers and the uh, England football fitness team, whoever they are, are going to be having a conversation about him before. So, I, I yeah. Do you think, do you, th- do you see him getting a game? Uh Probably because it's a friendly, and knowing Leicester, he'll get injured. Yes, yes, difficult. It's, well, it's the, I, sad, the sad reality of what was probably going to happen. It is, it is. Um, right, last league encounter: Leicester two, Brentford two, uh, back in August, when of course we were two 0 up. Uh, mm. Last FA Cup encounter was back in twenty twenty one. We beat them three one at their place. Um, do you know when that? And you'll remember this. The last time a Leicester City player scored a hat trick against Brentford was Arthur Rowley in January 1952. Uh, 
Yeah, remember yeah. it well. You remember it well. Indeed you do. Um, last City home goal conceded. We've never have done against Brentford. Um, just That's just come up because I was struggling to find you, and we'll come to this after we've picked the team very quickly, <laughs> but I was struggling to find a player that had actually played for both. Now, it's one all at the moment in the score on these. Um, and I think if I'd stuck with who I was going for, that you might have struggled. But I think I've actually made it a bit easier for you. Have you? I think I have. Uh, more mm-hmm. for me, really. But uh, we'll get, well, well, let's, let's have a word from the X-Foxes and then we'll very, very quickly pick the team. Hello, right. Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey, guys. Ian Hume here. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch. Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Now, oops, it's the wrong one. Um, there we go. Only got one job, and I can't even do that. A bit like, mm-hmm. a bit like Brendan Rogers. Um, we're going for Ward, are we, in goal? I mean, first of all, are we going for that 4-3-3 again? Well, I mean, last week we went 4-4-2 and uh, I know there was a few people who didn't agree and said that that team lacked width. Um, but I think I was, uh, you know, and, and we went with two up front and um, as did Brendan. I think it was it was justified that we 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 played, we were a more solid unit to be honest, yes. um, I thought. Um, well, you look at the performance against Chelsea and, yeah, the result didn't go our way, but, mm. you know, it was a better performance, we've got to say. So we'll go 4 4 2 again. Yeah. Uh, I thought that- Danny, had a, Danny had a decent game, to be fair to him. He made some, some decent saves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, we've been linked with a, a guy from Sunderland. Yeah, that, that link's been going for a long time. I think I mentioned it a few weeks ago and the fact mm. that um, everybody raves about him, but there was an interview with his manager where he started by saying he's not the most vocal of goalkeepers. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not sure that's a good thing in the Premier League, really. You want a yeah. vocal goalkeeper. But, but apparently his, you know, his goalkeeping ability is great, but he's not particularly vocal. No, well... <laughs> Well, nothing going to happen now to the end of the season, anyway. I think yeah. we're going for Cristiano on the left. Yeah, I think we go for the the sort of standard standard back four that we've we've come to know and uh, and cringe uh, so far. <laughs> in, um, far I don't know what you were going to say there. I think, yeah, I've, actually, I've got I've got that in the wrong place. It doesn't really matter, but here we go. Uh, it's got to be a Marty, hasn't it? Unfortunately, no, a suitor. Yeah. Oh, God, I forgot Suter. Thank God for Suter. Oh, no, we can't play FaZe. FaZe is... Um... Of course, he's suspended, isn't he? Yeah. He is. So, we're going to have to go Soyuncu. Do you think he'll play? Well, this is my team. Oh, God, this is, this is your team and I'm picking it. All right, well, so... I mean, we know it's pointless me trying to guess what Brendan's going to play. Mm. I mean, the thing is... Let's be honest with you, you could just draw a moustache or whatever on um, onto Faze, mm. <laughs> put his hair in a ponytail and claim it's Soyuncu anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Probably could, yeah. 
Um, Kieran Dewsbury Hall. Uh, uh, yeah, I think so. I think it's going to have to be a similar similar team, to be honest, for, from my perspective, that we we keep it tight and we make sure that we've got players who we can uh, break quickly on with, with two up front again. So, yeah, I'd, I'd be putting Pratt down here on the right. I was just typing that as right as we yeah. spoke, sir. Um... You were just trying type in a comment of Pratt in the comments to me. That's what you were doing. <laughs> I never, I can never remember. Is it A or E? Which comes yeah. first? Uh, we've, got to, we've got to put Mendy in there, haven't we? Yeah, Mendy and Madison, the M&Ms. Um, Mendy. Um, yeah, okay, and then um, Iannaccio. Iannaccio and Daka up front. I thought Daka, Daka did well, to be honest. Um, um he didn't look I think I've got to say. Yeah, no, I thought he looked he looked a threat. I mean, he clearly he was confident enough to take that shot on. I was surprised when I realised it was it was Daka just smacking it on the with his left foot. Mm. Yeah, he, I mean, he came out and he and he pressed from the from the first minute. You know, his pace is frightening. I think sometimes it's just frustrating that you don't think in old fashioned. Um, just hit it past the past the defender and run after it. To be honest, yes, yeah, no, 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 fair play. Uh, again, indeed, he's another one. I'm not particularly. I love. I don't know. I just again, he's not the player he was. Unfortunately, you know. Yeah. Now, whether I mean, that in, in, who are you playing him in, instead of Terry instead of Soyuncu, or or are you thinking of of a five at the back with Indeedy in the middle? I mean, indeed, he's not looked himself, that, that's for sure, recently. No, he hasn't. No, he hasn't at all. Um, again, you know, we, I know we, it, it would be, well, we've covered the topic and it would be a topic for another day, you know, whether that's a new manager that comes in to give you know, give everybody a boost, which yeah. we know he does, and a change of tactics and what have you, or whether we, he needs a new challenge himself. Only time will tell. Only time will tell. But... Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, like you say, there's not an awful lot we can do with... Uh, uh, nearly had Evans in there. Just, <laughs> if he'd been fit, would Evans have been in? Oh, probably. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm, no, sure he been, I'm sure he would have picked him, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, are you ready for this? I'm not sure. It's Craig Challenge. Um, I say it's Off one the top more. of my head, I can't think of anyone that's played for them both. So, <laughs> already, to be honest. Well, I really, really struggled, and I went for this one guy uh, who's currently playing for them. And I know I normally say I don't show loans, but I had to show a loan because that was the only time he was at Leicester. And right, okay. I've gone for Ben Me. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's how I'm like, yeah, and then. Thanks to the LCFC website. I don't want you looking at this every week before I do it because they've only just There's started doing this and I've realised. Yeah. But you should look at this and you should say, look at this, and you should go straight away. You should. Are you ready? I feel like I need a drum roll. So did you, can I just get this right? You thought Ben Mee would, was the more difficult one? I didn't know if he'd get Ben Mee. Right, okay. 
That was a, not saying it's difficult. But I'm just thinking, yeah. like you said, you were struggling. Yeah, yeah. And it's yeah, only when no. I saw Ben Min, I thought, oh, hang on, he was at Leicester, you know. But here you've, we go. Just been, you've been loving this, Chris, haven't you? This opportunity to get your own back now. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I know I won't because you are so, you are, you no. are like you said, so remember, our wise old owl. Yeah. Oh, for goodness sake. <laughs> here we go. I mean. <laughs> the clues are there the clues are there the clues the are clues. there jesus no you keep saying him and what no, week not him, no. who the hell did we buy from that's always i always look at the ones that we bought them from and the ones yes. we sold them to yes uh and that's the that's the difficulty here Please. Mm. Edgeware Town. There's a full come on. I'll, I think mm. you might have done. Um, Surely it's, it's not Barry Hales, is it? It can't be Barry Hales. Is it Barry Hales? You are sounding like the major on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm waiting for someone to cough. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, it's someone not... in the in the chat, just cough, please. <laughs> um, <laughs> trying to say, oh, 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 oh. No, he came from Cambridge. It can't be him. Um, but he Barry, he was at Fulham. Colin Hill was Sheffield United, I think. I'm going to, I'm going to, I don't think he's right, but I'm going to stick with Barry Hales. I'm going with Barry Hales. Well, nobody's had a go in the chat, so there was no coughing going on. Um, it was Tiger Woods because he's had that many clubs. Uh, <laughs> no, he's not. But you are going to absolutely kill yourself. It is Junior Lewis. Yes, it was. The Gillingham. Remember where Peter Taylor oh, came yeah, from? Yeah, yeah. no. I, I, something in my head discounted that I'd gone to Hull because basically, yeah, he just followed Peter Taylor, didn't he? Yes. But I couldn't remember that, that he was ever... Ever at Fulham. And I, I don't remember him being at MK Dons as well. No, I can't remember Peter Taylor. Did he go on to manage Hull after us? I'm, I'm assuming that he went on to manage Hull, Brentford, MK <laughs> Dons, Edgware Town, Stevenage, <laughs> Wellingarden and Hendon. <laughs> I, I remember him being at Stevenage. That's the only one I can remember. But when I saw Junior Lewis, I thought, there's no way it's not going to be Junior Lewis. <laughs> Would you? I mean, look, I mean, look that's the longest he's stayed at anyone in his career was here. Yes, um, yeah, and believe it or not, we actually had him on loan first. Yeah, yeah, just to check how bad he was. And we thought, <laughs> <Yes>. yep, <laughs> he's the man for us. That must have been uh, when Peter Taylor must have brought him in on loan then, mm. and yeah. decided he was good enough to keep. Oh, two one. Um, uh, would you think you got uh, Ben Me? 
I might have got Ben Mee, to be honest. Yeah, I might have got him. A foot in both camps and they were both left feet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, at least they were feet. <laughs> Jimmy yeah. Lewis had. Let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, Little honestly, team. I thought I just thought you'd look at the number of clubs, see that Gillingham was one of them, and go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I'd done my best to to put him out of my mind, but so thanks, <laughs> thanks for <laughs> wasting years of therapy, Chris. <laughs> I'm sorry. I brought it back. I am really, really sorry. Uh, Terry said he would go five at the back, Craig, to get to up at the top. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can well, say it wouldn't surprise me if he, if he sticks with that formation mm -hmm. against Brentford. Uh, Luke says he, on the other <laughs> shoe on the other foot, uh, feel we should continue with three at the back. <laughs> Don't know why Rogers ever diverted away. Well, there was three at the back, five at the back. It's yeah, it is. Fluid. It's essentially three centre halves, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Boris yeah. said earlier on, who would you prefer in your quiz team, Nacho or Vardy? Jeez, in my quiz team. Yes. Vardy, I think. I think Vardy'd be more entertaining. I think he would, wouldn't he? And also, yeah. um, he'd, he'd get the drinks in. I, I couldn't. I couldn't. You know, much as I love him. Ian Acho going to his knees and pointing to the stars every time he gets a question right, to be honest. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> Jamie Vardy would be outside and kicking the flagpole. <laughs> yeah, he would be, yeah. As I said, more fun. Yeah. I will let you go away, sir, and um, enjoy the thought and thinks that your, your memories of Junior Lewis. Cheers, mate. Cheers. I think uh, I think it looks like Arsenal's going to end up as a, as a penalty shootout, so I'm going to. Oh, is it oh, the oh. Uh, is it the second leg? Yeah, it's the second leg. It's in extra time, is it? Is it? Yeah, no, it's going to penalties. So, uh, what was the first? Was it nil nil or something? It was two two in the first one. Ah, one one right. here. Ah, no um, away goals anymore. No, there's not. So it's going to be a penalty shootout. Ah. So, uh, I will enjoy that. You and going to watch that, sir. Thank you very yep. much. Week off next week because it's the uh, international yep. break. Cool and. Uh, we shall speak to you in a couple of weeks and we'll be right fit to quizzing. Who knows? No, you never know. That would be good. That would be good. I'm sure I can get yeah. you on something. All the best, mate. Thank you very much. All the best cheers, to you cheers. and your family. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, thanks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, thanks very much to Craig. Fingers crossed. Come on. We've got to win this one. Surely, surely, surely. Uh, I'm back tomorrow at six o'clock with uh, Doug. We're going to be looking ahead to the Euro Championships and, uh, and and assessing all of the groups. And thanks very much, um, Craig. All the best to you as well. Um, and then, of course, nine o'clock tomorrow, it is the Prediction League. Um, I'm going to go and see now how Arsenal do. Thanks to everybody who's in the chat. Really do appreciate all your comments. We don't always agree, but I totally respect everything you say, even if, like I say, it's disagreeing with me. Uh, all we do is ask people to keep their um, thoughts not sexist, not racist, or anything like that. Just keep it nice and keep it friendly. We'll have a bit of banter. But the show would not be the show without the comments to discuss. So thank you very much. And if you've been listening on your favourite podcast platform, thank you for lending me your ears. You can have them back now. And all it needs me to do is say thank you to Arnie. And here he is. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You'd better like them too or I'll be back. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. the 90th minute all your mates around you've got your mcnugget share boxes ready to go your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget snatching all three points perfect order delivery now on the mcdonald's app you in a participating restaurants 18 plus serving times delivery fee and terms apply see mcdonald's.com and there it is, that's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.